everybody. Mark Myra here from the Interlude Podcast. We got a best of coming up of um, when Shane and I used to have a radio show called The Gentleman's Club on the Zone. Um, so we'll get to that. Well, uh, you know, the Patreon's going to have an extended version of that. Patreon.com slash Interlude Podcast. It's only four bucks a month. You can sign up there. And Shane and I both have comedy shows on Friday. Shane's got the Interlude Blogs Comedy Showcase at Rock Cinema. Um, you know, Shane's going to be performing, obviously. We got Mike Scalita, uh, Freddie Doles, um, Amir Arshad, and a um, bunch of other comedians. And I'm going to be out with uh, Chris Hasenauer at uh, Go Art in Batavia if you want to go check that out. So those are our two comedy shows. And um, here's some best of. Okay. I love you. Mark Myra and Shane Allen here. It's the Gentleman's Club. Welcome to the Gentleman's Club podcast. Shane, this thing, this podcast is selling like eh, lukewarm cakes. Ooh, we'll get to the hot cake soon, but uh, doing well, Shane. Are you looking in the mirror at your muscles? Are you looking at the mirror in the mu- at your muscles? Yes. I'm trying to see if there's a hole in the shirt already. Oh, your Captain America shirt? Yeah. You're, you're going to go see Avengers? Tonight's the night. Tonight. Are you like excited today? I am, yeah, because not only do I get to see the Avengers, I also get to use the internet again because I am not using it until I've seen it because there is just spoilers plenty out there. There's some really, really fun people out there that think it's cool to uh, shoot out spoilers to a movie that people have been looking forward to for their entire lives. Maybe you follow different people, but um, I... Uh I don't watch. I don't care about the Avengers, so I'm not. I'm not even looking. I'm not looking for spoilers, but I'm also not trying to avoid them. Like I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. I thought you went and saw it today or yesterday, and I was about to come to your your office area, and I the, earlier today, and I was going to ask you what happened in mm-hmm. the movie. Like I don't care about it being spoiled. I haven't seen any spoilers. I've seen zero, literally zero spoilers. I mean, and that's fine for you, but I follow much nerdier, fatter people. So they, <laughs> and they, they, they literally think that's funny to do. Like I followed people that when Wol- that Wolverine movie came out, so when he's they old? went and saw it immediately and they're like, whoa, he's, he dies. And that was their post. And I was like, <laughs> like oh, Han cool. Solo or something. Sick, dude. It's dope. Yeah. Leo's in the Matrix the whole time. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I I won't spoil it for you because I know zero. I I don't think I could. I don't think I could spoil the last ten years of movies for you. So we've no? seen a lot of articles too. They're like, here are the best times to go pee in the Avengers. You know, because it's three hours long. Here's when you can go pee, and I don't know who who's clicking on that. There's got to be spoilers in there. Yeah, because they're it, telling you what times. Yeah, go and uh, go during this scene where Captain America is having a violent <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> well. I, mean, I don't want to watch that that scene. I'm gonna be so upset if there's just two hours of it are Stan Lee's funeral in the movie. Uh, okay, spoil something for you. Okay, I can't. Uh, but um, are you nervous because you're getting death threats? Was this since yesterday you've been getting death threats? Uh, two days ago I think it started. Here's the thing: we've gotten I wouldn't say death threats before, but we've had aggressive calls. Yeah, we've I've had people there's like some tattoo artists that were advertisers on on our station saying they wanted to beat me up to salespeople here and mm-hmm. then salespeople telling me this. Yeah. So I've had that. Uh, we had that one lady that was like, wasn't she sending us like, I got these ingredients for a bomb. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, 
that that's the closest we've gotten, but you're getting like the legit thing. You're like a freaking president, dude. Yeah, it's a it's a big deal, and I haven't slept. I'm very <laughs> nervous. I'm a huge coward. So I do. Should I give the backstory to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I work on the Interloop blog, which is a Rochester's version of the Interloop. And Rochester's version of the Onion. Oh yeah, sorry, Rochester's version of the Onion. Rochester's version of the Interloop also <laughs> is just as bad as our blog. Um, but yeah, so we poke fun at like businesses in Rochester and stuff like that. And um, I don't. I wish I could tell you which post made this guy upset, but he hasn't said. Uh, he just wrote to us that we have 72 hours to shut down the blog or he's going to kill us. Yeah. Uh, at one point he, he said he wanted our blood. Uh, one point we said, Hey, we're people that work for a meme website. We want to die clearly. And he just said, wish granted. They kept on just messaging us game time, game time. Well, what did he say? He wants your blood is, was he losing blood? That's, that was yeah. my question. I was like, like a donation. I am yeah. O negative, you know, and I. Oh, I, you're I, a universal donor. Yeah, I'm. I'm up to donate too. They keep on calling me the Red Cross. Um, so I have, as of this podcast recording, I believe I am down to 30 hours left to live. So mm. could be the last movie I see tonight. I think my favorite part about your death threats yeah. is you guys over at the interlude. Uh-huh. Uh, is that did not. Can handle you, the situation. Oh, you guys. Ha- Great. Look, I'm not going to call anybody out by name. Yeah. Michael. But if you <laughs> are going to get a death threat, yeah. the worst thing you could do is post it for the world to see. Right. That's the last thing I, you should be doing. See, and here's the thing. That's, that was my reaction as well. Like, okay. Hey, we shouldn't post this because it will. I think it just encourages more death threats. I would agree. Um, but then this, I hate that this happened. People like rallied behind this post and like behind the blog and they're like defending us. And we have gotten like a, an out, an outpouring, an yeah. inpouring. We've gotten a smattering of people messaging us saying, Hey, we like your blog and we hope you don't die. Which is, which is great because, all right, look, yeah. Michael, all right. <laughs> it's bad that you did this. I'll give you the negatives. If I, if from my perspective, okay. the negatives are, which people have told me here when we get stuff, you don't want to draw attention to them yeah. because then it's positive reinforcement for the uh, person that wants to kill you. Yeah. It's pot. You know what I mean? They want that attention. What you probably should have done or what I would have done. I mean, not should have, what I would have done is uh, not replied to the person mm-hmm. and then called the cops. And if the cops can do something great, if they can't do something at least you've ignored them. You've blocked them. Blocked them from your Facebook. Are they really going to be able to find out where you are? Probably not. Could, like, could you find a random person on Facebook and just find out where their body is as a human? A random person. Uh, I think I could. Okay. I think I could. All right. And that's why I'm that a lot of work? nervous that he can find us and kill us because right. you know through mutual friends and stuff like that. And and can I give you another negative of what happened? Yeah. So um. It was posted up on the Interloop blog. People shared it. Like you said, thousand comment threads going on. People memeing it. Oh, what? People attacking his family now? Great. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Oh, and then... It got out of hand. <laughs> but like you said, now so you you didn't take my advice that I never gave, uh-huh. right? Of not posting it. Like, I'm, I'm out of this situation. But now the person that posted it 
is getting positive reinforcement for posting it. So now the person that posted it, it probably shouldn't have, yeah. is getting positive reinforcement, but also the murderer is getting positive reinforcement. And yeah. I feel like at least one of, look, he's out for blood. We all, we already know that. Also, it's game time. Yes. <laughs> well, so here is, in defense of, um, you know, the man who won't be named Mike uh, and his decision to post it, he did call the police. Okay. We, we did call the police and the the police department here in Rochester said basically, uh, go take a walk, idiot. Oh my gosh. They're they were awful. like, we can't do anything. Apparently with legitimate threats to our lives, they, they were like, oh, we can't do anything because we can't prove that it's him that typed it. To which I say, that's the biggest load of horse shit I've ever heard in my life. That's insane. And now I feel for every woman. I I I am so so sorry. I know what it's like now because the past like two days have been nothing but a panic. And I'm sure attractive women on Instagram are constantly getting just threats all the time that some guy's gonna come and he's gonna squeeze your boobage or whatever. And you can't. Apparently, there's nothing you can do about that. All right, like, aren't cops the ones that are like? Shooting twelve-year-olds because they're holding cell phones, right? And I you don't, can't investigate this. My interactions with the police here have been not great. So I got my car broken into and stuff stolen, and they basically were like, "We can't do nothing, sorry." And now I have somebody messaging me and my friends saying he's going to murder us. He gave us a time. He made appointments on the message. He's like, literally, he says he wants our blood. He's going to murder us. And we tell the police, and they're like, ah, sorry, kid. Why you am scray, you know? <laughs> so I'm legit, I'm going to buy a gun. I don't Great, know what good. else to do. But no, I God. feel helpless. <laughs> so I think that's where Mike was coming from when he posted this. Like, hey, we don't, this is our only mm-hmm. outlet. If we post this, maybe somebody will see it and shame him into not murdering us. Like somebody tagged his mom in the post, okay, and that hopefully work? she stepped in, or, is she or like, she's gonna be like, "Game yeah, time!" Maybe she's on board. It's like, "Oh yeah, let's get all of their blood." Um, so I, I could be dead by the time you hear this podcast. Yeah, there's that, and nothing. There's nothing. Apparently, the police can do. Oh yeah, the police. Uh, I had the same situation. My car got broken into, and they were just like, "No, we don't help you there." I've never had the police be helpful. Unless, like, the only time the police will do something is when they're giving me a ticket. Mm-hmm. That, that's the only, they'll be very proactive in giving me a ticket when I have $800 worth of shit stolen from my car. It's like, uh, they kind of scolded me. I remember once I asked a police officer oh, where a building was, and he gave me shit about it. Yeah. Dude, I'm not even joking with you. The officer that came over to my car after, I, I, like, this, so we had a guy just go down our, my entire neighborhood and was just breaking into people's cars and stealing stuff. And he came over to me, and he's like, hey, you get stuff stolen? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, did you lock your car last night? And I was like, I usually do. I'm pretty sure I did. And he's like, well, because if you didn't, you know, it's not a break-in. It's a let-in. And that is also not how the law works. (laughs) Hey, 12-year-old gets shot. Were you walking around with a toy gun? It's called a let-shoot. 
Uh, you had your body, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at your body. Yeah. Yeah. That's you a just, let shoot. You didn't dodge it. Classic. You should have dodged it. Classic let shoot. You got to be wearing a bulletproof vest <laughs> all the time. So you just let, it's a let shoot belly button. <laughs> so it's just, it, yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy. I, I'm so nervous and I'm afraid. I, I don't think you, got, you have anything to be afraid this, about. Dude, this whole situation proves how big fat of a coward I am because my first instinct was to move. flight yes. was flight to move to Hawaii. I was going to scrub the entirety of the internet blog of everything that I've ever done for it. I was going to contact, you know, the people that run our website, be like, "Hey, how can I get my name off this completely? <laughs> uh, I don't want anything attached to this. I want to not exist." I was going to was looking up houses in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> ready to move and uh still should probably. This guy seems pretty hell-bent on murdering us and like I said, the police are doing nothing. They're doing nothing. So if he's listening, just let, we're letting you know you had a clear path. Mm-hmm. Shane has a very, did he, oh, I love to, I saw a lot of this. I don't know if it was from him because I saw some of the, you know, the post yeah. or people on there. Oh, my favorite was one lady uh, defending you guys. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she said, I think it was, I'm a, I'm a gutter whore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a gutter whore. Protect your neck, yeah. which is just like if somebody told me that they were a gutter whore to protect my neck, I'm not messing with that person. So I feel like you got like a superhero on your side. Yeah. <laughs> you got a superhero gutter whore. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite Marvel superhero. You better be in the Avengers. Uh, you know, I'm I'm excited that we have gutter whores on our side. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think I'd ever be able to say that about me and my my career choices. So but that's nice. And well, I hope all the gutter whores are going to be out uh, at our comedy show that we're doing yeah where we're gonna get murdered that's another part this is the fr- like you got I, I mean i've i think i've written two things for the interloop blog yeah right yeah. but there's a people that you write a whole lot more michael writes a, a whole lot more and puts memes out a whole lot more mm. i've only written two things it's buried you know i yeah, think yeah. i have a byline in there and everything but i don't think i'm dying from you know making 0.001 percent of the content on that blog but this was also the week that you guys decided to put video footage of what you look like <laughs> on the site for the first time. For the first time, our video footage of what all of you look like, you're the main writers and everything on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And also put a poster of a place that you're going to be doing comedy. Yep. Uh, with all your pictures on there, which is great that those coincided together, right? It's the best advertisement for a show, really. Hey, like, you. We might all get murdered. Hey, you've never heard of us before at all, but we're coming out from behind the curtain. You get to see us. And there's a possibility you could watch us get stabbed to death. So that's cool. You, you guys are doing that. Uh, where is it? Is it a uh, tin roof? Tin roof. You'll be doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, go protect them. You can find all the info for the show and our pending murders on uh, the Interloops Facebook page. And what if people want to? Was it interloopblog.com or interloop.blog? What it? Interloopblog.com, yeah, and Facebook.com slash interloopblog. All right. Um, I got some best of stuff coming up where I deny the existence of dinosaurs, like a good person. Also, uh, you interviewed Mr. Belding, right? Oh, from, Jesus. <laughs> from Saved by the Bell. Got us. Can I? I know we do this too much with the interviews. Dear God, that was a difficult one to go through. Oh, just wait. <laughs> all right. It's all coming up. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Shane, not good news for the uh, the Boy Scouts of America. The old BSA, as we call it for short. Nobody calls it that. Everybody facing thousands of sex abuse allegations. Thousands. The Jesus. Boy Scouts of America say that this could send them into bankruptcy. 
I believe I read that there are seven accusations in here in Rochester alone. Dang. Into bankruptcy because of all the suing that's going to be going on. Just in time for them to let the ladies in. So, yeah, I know. This is really going to convince people to let their daughters into the Boy Scouts of America or the Scouts. Yeah. Whatever you want to call Equality. it. Equality. Look, we've, we, we've created a cocktail that's going to equal sexual abuse allegations. That cocktail being creepy dudes, religion, and kids. You mix that all up into a drink, a couple of sex abuse allegations are going to come out. Yeah, I'm just, I don't think there was any time when I, because I was a scout, you know. For not how to, long? Not to brag or anything. Uh, I got right to the point where I could have been the Eagle Scout, but then I was like, you know what? I think I kind of like girls. Boom. <laughs> Roasted. Take that BSA. Um, but I learned some knots and I learned how to sing some songs and stuff. But uh, for what I remember from the scouts, it was basically just like, hey, here's a group of kids from your elementary school that... We're just going to all hang out and it's going to be like our dads are there and have, they're going to teach us a thing every once in a while. That was it. I, I don't think there was any time where um, somebody had a chance to even get handsy because all, all the parents were there all the time. And I assume uh, you you just had some good scout leaders. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right? I think good so. scout leaders. So yeah. it, it, it worked. Thankfully, it worked in, out for you. I think of who our leader was. I can't remember. I mean, it's the same thing with like the Catholic Church. There's plenty of people that went through the process of communion uh, and uh, and actually being in the church and part of the church and altar boys and whatever that didn't get molested. But there's mm. some kind of recipe going on where uh, kids are getting abused, right? Over the last 50 years of Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. kids are getting abused. And so many of these Boy Scout troops, especially in smaller towns, it literally is just like showing up to a person's house. Mm-hmm. Like that's where they'll meet rather than like a church basement. They'll just show up at somebody's house because they're smaller troops and everything. I mean, I just, I remember there was a, my, my, when my uh, younger brother, when he did karate, it was at the Chalai rec center. He would do karate. And then the karate sensei guy would have sleepovers at his house and he got in trouble for uh, touching kids. So there's yeah. opportunities when there's adults and kids where they can be separated and, uh, you know, make the newspaper. For sure. Also, was your brother at one of those sleepovers? No, no, no. Didn't get that invite? No, he got the invite. Oh, he got the invite. He got a gold frill one. They were waiting for him. But uh, my uh, my parents were like, oh, hey, we don't want you to get molested. You're not going to some 38-year-old dude's house for a sleepover there, bud. Mm. Oh, that's why I've seen your brother. Not good at karate, too. Yeah, no, he didn't make it. He didn't make it past that. That's when the good lessons came out. Orange belt. Uh, After hours karate. Yeah, you you want to get your brown belt? You go to that (laughs) sleepover. Hey, okay, those are children. Um, so so here's what needs to happen. Boy Scouts. Okay, if you're listening, they are Mr. Boy Scout. Mm -hmm. Get a product and sell it like it's a drug, like the Girl Scouts do. Okay, because that's all this is all about. Popcorn. It's no they got, they got popcorn. yeah, popcorn's bull. Nobody cares about the popcorn. They got their cookies. They're selling it. They're making money. You guys need to get a product, whatever it is. Okay, and just turn into that. Yeah, I'm just thinking now, like looking back, everybody gave Donald Trump a lot of crap about going to that one Boy Scouts meeting and talking about a weird sex boat that his friend had. 
Remember that? Yeah. A couple of years ago. <laughs> now, like, looking back, it's like, hey, that was actually the right audience. Dude knew his crowd. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Shane, I have a theory. I have a theory that we are getting incorrect natural history and ancient history because of the bones and things that we're looking at. And I'll give you a perfect example right here. Just found this story about how a caveman uh, uh, or a, a, a fossilized piece of caveman feces was found. And in the feces, Shane, inside of it, they found that this caveman ate an entire rattlesnake whole uncooked. What? Uncooked. Then they found another caveman's feces next to this one, Shane. Okay, from thousands of years ago. And he had ate that other caveman's feces. No, he ate oh. a rat. Oh, okay. Raw, uncooked, fur still on it. Mm-hmm. So these two cavemen doing this. And they said in the article, they're like, you know, obviously they're making theories on what, what, what's the reasoning behind this. And they're thinking one of two things. They're thinking it's uh, almost like a religious ritual, right? I mean, nowadays we still have people... Slurping down uh, uh, snake poison and getting bit by snakes for God, right? We got that. So they think it's a religious thing, or they're thinking these cavemen were just bored and it was a bet of who could eat the weirdest animal. Wasn't they were just hungry? Well, if you're hungry, wouldn't you cook it? You have fire. Wouldn't you cut it up in some way? They ate it whole with the bones and everything. A rattlesnake, Shane. With fangs on it. A rat. You wouldn't skin that? The cavemen knew how to do that stuff. Did they, though? They did. That's what they're saying. They said that this is the what the archaeologists are saying. They're saying it's either because ritual, yeah, like, religious okay. thing, or it's a bet. Like, you know, we both know how to prepare a, a pizza, right? You take the skin off first, yes. But we still eat pizza cold. You don't okay. think that a caveman ever got lazy? Just ate an entire rattlesnake? Yeah. Well, this is after a nice night of, you know, going around, clubbing lady cavemen, raping, having a great time. You're a little hungry, a little famished after drinking a rattlesnake wine. You go back to the old cave, crank a a cold rat. All right. Crank a cold rat? (laughs) I, I get worried, though. This is my theory. I get worried... When we look at the bones of cavemen and the bones of dinosaurs and say woolly mammoths and all these creatures, I get worried that we're finding the bones of some of the dumbest people and a- animals that were out there. Some of the dumbest dinosaur skeletons. Like these are the dinosaurs that fell into a tar pit. What's that, Pachycephalosaurus? You didn't see the tar pit there, bud? What's that, Iguanodon? You didn't see the tar pit that all of you just fell in? We're finding the dumbest dinosaurs. We're finding, obviously, the poop of the dumbest cavemen. We're finding all the dumbos. So our ancient history, all our natural history, is the ancient and natural history of the dumbest people and animals on the earth. Did did Iguanodon have good hair? That was my question. Um, Yeah, well, my worry is that we are just we're dumb now okay and it's because of caveman inbreeding right sure yeah i don't know it could be a lot of that also i'm starting to think that most dinosaurs out there are fake i know i sound like a flat earther here but how are you telling me 
that you see pictures of dinosaurs. You're telling me that those necks were really that long. You're just guessing. You're just adding bones to it. You're not finding full skeletons, archaeologists, and slapping your name on it. You're just like making up dinosaurs so you can put your name on it so you can have the Shanosaurus. Hmm. That's a sad dinosaur. The dinosaur didn't make it to the. <laughs> That's a dinosaur that fell in the, the tar pit. Okay. He walked into the tar pit <laughs> willingly. Uh, I mean, I'm not a I'm not a flat dinosaur earther like you. So I think a lot of the dinosaurs are right. I think that they they messed up a little bit, but I think for the most part they find the bones kind of nearby each other and they, they figure every- this stuff out. And then it takes a while to figure out that they messed up. Every single dinosaur, uh-huh. well, from a lot of, like 90% of them, are literally named after the archaeologists. It's always like, it's the Bradosaurus. It's the Jenny Pulaskiosaurus. They name them after themselves. These archaeologists are chomping at the bit to get a freaking dinosaur named after them. That's why I feel like they're faking it. They're faking it because they want a dinosaur named after them. I've never heard of this. They are. There's a thing called the... Shane, my kids are so into dinosaurs right now, and I'm looking. I got so many books on it. There's one that's like the Dante Emiliosaurus, named after Dante Emilio. Shane. Mm-hmm. Okay. They are faking it. Dinosaurs are fake. Spread it around. Beep, boop boop boop. On the phone with Dennis Haskins, aka Mr. Belding from Saved by the Bell. He will be at back to school night with the Red Wings tomorrow night, seven o'clock. Uh, they'll be throwing the first pitch out, playing the Rail Riders. So, Mr. Belding, how are things going? Things are going really well. You know what's really nice is minor league baseball is family entertainment. Saved by the Bell was family entertainment, and and it really goes hand in hand. I've, I've been doing this for about ten years, and. Uh, it's really a nice thing. So tomorrow night, the Red Wings game, you're going to be doing like an autograph uh, session with people doing like a meet and greet as well. Taking pictures and all that good stuff. Got it. Do you do you do hugs, handshakes? Are you, you know, a germaphobe? It, 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 it's warm, fuzzy, and it's really nice. You know, I mean, people, the show meant something to people, and it means something to me that they want to tell me what it meant to them. So can I ask you some <laughs> Saved by the Bell questions? Are you exhausted you of sure? talking about Saved no, by the Bell? Oh, man, I, I, it's... it's uh, I'm proud of being Mr. Belding on Saved by the Bell. I don't have any problems with that whatsoever. Has there been any talks of uh, bringing it back? Like they brought back, uh, didn't they just bring back Full House and stuff like that? You know, our our cast, uh, Mark Paul just came off a series, and Mario's doing extra, and Tiffany uh, went from white collar. Now she has a cooking show that's been going on for two years. and Everybody's working, so it's not like uh, they would be available to do something like that. We did have the reunion on the Jimmy Fallon show that was, you know, we hit it up. I mean, it just was amazing. 34 million views in about two weeks. So then the other way it would go isn't a reboot. Could you see a Saved by the Bell reboot? Is that in the talks? I think I think Saved by the Bell, the retirement years. Okay. <laughs> I like it. How about a Mr. Belding prequel? Like when you were in college, you know, you find a strapping young lad to play you. I'm thinking me, possibly. You know, there you go. This is when you were going to. This is you know the the upbringing of Mister Belding. Well, but that kind of cuts me out of it. But hey, I'd be happy. No, no, to you're do it. you're in there. We you grow the beard. Okay. You're a college professor in this one. All right, let's go. Let's do it. Uh, have you ever <laughs> Have you ever played uh, Screw Mary Kill before? What? No. Oh yeah, I have. I have. Yeah. Well, somebody sent in one. I was wondering if you'd like to play. It's the three options are Screech. Uh, Max, the owner of the diner, and Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. Here's the thing. 
Mm-hmm. The, Mr. Belding, uh, people don't want me to be like nasty or mean because the character was such a nice guy. Yeah, that it's kind of I, I. I don't think he would kill anybody. So you, and, uh, and and he wouldn't screw anybody over. So just a uh, three way marriage, and he's, then. and he's married to Becky. So got it. You know that kind of kind of dulls that out, but. So you're not going to go full uh, full Danny Tanner and go start working blue? Did I see you? You were doing stand up. He started. He, wait, wait, wait. He was working blue before he was Danny Tanner. And That's started. true. Bob's Bob's a really good guy. But the, but the nice thing for me is that when I do baseball games, like I'm coming into Rochester. Yeah. And uh, and by the way, I've been coming to Buffalo for well, kind of on a sad, on a sad note. Sorry, but. I've been coming in for Jim Kelly for 15 years, and his father passed away yesterday. Oh, yeah. And Joe, Joe Kelly was, was one of the great, great dads of all time and had all those great Kelly kids. And just uh, God bless him for a moment. So I'm on the phone, uh, Mr. Belding. He will be uh, in town tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Uh, Red Wings taking on the Rail Riders. If you want to meet him, get some uh, uh, an autograph from him as well during the game, you can head on over there. Just, I have a couple of questions just from uh, gentlemen's right. listeners. What's the best piece of advice you have for students that are going to college? Uh, it's starting up very soon. And if you don't mind, I'm going to add in some like 90s heart-to-heart music in the background. Well, you, you just... It, college is, a, is one of the greatest opportunities of your life because you you go study a certain course of, of classes and things, but if there's something else you really wanted to try to do you, that you've always thought, well, if I could just do this, college encourages it. They, they don't discourage it. When you get out in, in the real world, it's tough out there. But colleges, you go to different clubs and, and different organizations and say, hey, I'd like to be part of this. And they go, come on in. Mm-hmm. So I would say when you're in college, try whatever it is your dream is, because it just might work out. And don't do caffeine pills like Jesse did, right? Have you have you seen the have you seen the music video I did for uh, Dirty Heads with uh, Vacation? We did a little thing about the caffeine pills. Very nice. Oh, and last one uh, for you, Dennis Haskins, aka Mr. Belding. Uh, they want to know what your favorite app is. What are you What are you using on your phone? I have so many apps that I, do, I don't even know what I need to do with them that it's like, I, 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 you know, I'm just glad my phone still works. I see you're an active tweeter. You're, you're on Twitter, right? Well, social, social media is, you know, is like, I mean, I found out that Facebook is now for old people mm-hmm. and, that, and that Instagram is now the, is now the place to be. Oh, uh, it's Snapchat and, uh, now. It, it's a nice way to stay in touch with people and I can communicate with fans and, you know, from, who would think that I would have 45,000 followers on Twitter, but it's a really nice... I mean, some people have hundreds of thousands and stuff, but... Yeah, I can't even crack yeah, 200. Yeah. How about Snapchat? Do you have Snapchat? Do you want to be a Snapchat buzz with me? Yeah, no, I don't do the Snapchat. Oh, okay. I listen, it, it, it takes a lot of your life up to do all these things, but I do really do try to stay in touch with people and say hi and get back to them, and I'm grateful for all the nice things people say. But tell people, please come out to the ballpark and Absolutely. say hi. That's why I'm coming in. Let me say hi to them. We'll be doing autographs from the second through the sixth inning and take me out to the ball game with a bunch of kids. And, and uh, I'm, I, I, I love these, this area. I love the whole Rochester. I mean, Terry Hills Golf Course is where we do the, the Jim Kelly event every year, which is just down the road. So uh, I'm familiar with the area, and, and um, it's a really one of my favorite parts of the state. Well, Dennis, it was really nice talking with you. Mr. Belding from Save by the Bell, of course, going to be over at the Red Wings game tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Stop by, grab an autograph from him, maybe a hug. All right. Well, yeah, pretty cool. 
We'll see you tomorrow night. All right, sir. I look forward to it. Thanks for calling in.